What if you couldn't see or think about or worry about what was beyond the next five minutes? How would that benefit you and your business, your life, and the people that you're here to serve? But more importantly, how would not being able to worry about the future help the people that you are here to serve? That's what we're going to be talking about during this episode. So let's just get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. You're probably wondering, why would I be speaking on this particular topic, like not being able to worry about the future? I don't know about you, but I've been raised here in the US and I can honestly say, and I know from speaking to a lot of my clients who are international clients, that we're taught to worry about the future. It's in all TV shows, it's on, you know, magazines, and who knows, maybe even some books that you're reading, to worry and think about the future. After all, you know, you need to be setting goals, and you need to be moving in that direction. And there's lots of like worry and planning that goes with all that. But what if you couldn't And the reason why I'm bringing this topic to this episode is because a lot of the podcasts that I was a guest on last year kept asking me, how did I do it? How did I go from being a reformed, painfully shy girl to becoming a professional speaker? They were like, help me understand what was going on in my mind, which is what helped me really uncover this. You've heard me say before that self-integrity is one of my highest values. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So when I said yes to a speaking event, I did it. I showed up and I served. But here's what's interesting about that is that I didn't think about afterwards. I didn't think about how do you put a presentation together? How do you captivate an audience? How do you tell the right stories? And then I didn't have the what ifs. Well, what if nobody likes it? What if people judge me? What if I'm not that good? What if they laugh at me? Those questions that I know hold people back from serving people, hold them back from helping the people that they're here to help that it holds them back from getting started. It holds them back from taking that very first step. And these what ifs, when we're able to think down the road, those what ifs just open the doorway to fear. And then fear just kind of walks right through. And then fear is your co-pilot. And the thing that happened with me that I want to share with you, I never thought about that stuff. I didn't think about what if they're, they're not, they're not going to like me. What if I'm not good enough? I somehow just became fully present. One, I said I was going to do this. I said yes to a speaking event and then I was going to do it. So all I did was I had this tunnel vision on. I said, yes, I have to be there. I have to do this. 
and here's what I'm going to speak on. And you've heard me talk about my very first speaking event where it wasn't very good, but it still attracted people. It attracted the next event. It attracted clients to me. I didn't put that kind of pressure on myself to worry about five minutes afterwards. And I'm just using five minutes kind of as as an analogy or a metaphor, or like whatever you want to call it. But I just never worried about afterwards. I just was fully present. And here I am, I'm going to do XYZ. And maybe that's ignorance is bliss. Because that ignorance really served me. And I'm sharing that with you because I'm wondering where you need to say yes where you just need to say yes and just do the task. Where else did I just say yes? You know, I said yes to that very first speaking opportunity. And that worked out really, really well for me. Another time that comes to mind that I said yes was somebody who worked, um, who actually was one of the founders of Skillsoft, reached out to me, asking me, hey, would you like to create some videos? It's going to be in a studio with a teleprompter, a makeup and and hair person. I just said yes to the experience. I didn't even expect it to turn into anything. But what I can tell you is that quarterly, I still get a check from Skillsoft based on the number of people who watch the videos that I created. But I just said yes to a learning experience. I was like, hey, I've never use the teleprompter before. I've never spoken in front of a studio, in front of a studio, actually, I've just never spoken in a studio. And it was a wonderful learning experience. Just the prep alone, I learned so much. And a lot of my prep, I was just like, well, okay, I put myself in that position. Okay, if I'm going to be really good in the studio with the teleprompter, what do I have to make sure that happens? And I did those things. The live stream show that I do with Rigo that's over on LinkedIn and gets, you know, shared on other platforms like my Facebook, my LinkedIn, YouTube. I said yes to that opportunity. That opportunity to be his guest on a show has turned into me being his co-host. And because I've been able to be a co-host on a show, I've been able to bring in other friends, people that I have relationships with to be guests on the show. You know, and it's just building relationships also. That's, I just said yes. I just said yes and didn't worry about the following week or the following week. And if anything, what I've learned, again, I'm learning with this live stream show, my interviewing skills have gotten much better. Being able to speak on my feet has gotten so much better. Because remember, as a professional speaker, and I teach my clients this, I have crafted speeches. When I am hired to speak at a meeting or a conference, or for a company, I have a speech that's already crafted. And I've practiced that when you're doing a live stream show, you have an idea of what the topic is going to be, but nothing's crafted. So I have really been able to fine tune my skill of speaking on my feet and interviewing. When I did a live stream show before this, you know, the the global pandemic, when I did a live stream show, I was teaching myself and learning to speak to a screen. 
And the more that I did that, the better I got at speaking to a screen, even if nobody showed up. I just had the attitude, hey, I'm just doing this for the replay. And that has served me well, because when we had this global pandemic, speaking to a screen, whether or not like I could see people has served me. As a matter of fact, last week I spoke and it was a an organization that I've spoken to before. As a matter of fact, this was my third time. And they, they're using a different platform where I can't actually see people. But I got them to engage in the chat. But still, I'm not able to see them. But because of my skills of speaking virtually, I still show up as a professional. I could still engage the audience. I still had my energy within me that I was sharing throughout my presentation. So those are things that I have just learned because I said yes. I said yes to a learning opportunity and did not worry about what would happen afterwards. Because when you think about it, what if they don't like me? What if they love you? What if I'm not good enough? But what if you are really good enough? What if they laugh at me? What if you get a standing ovation? What if? So every time you've opened that door to fear because we're worried about down the road or even worried about where's this opportunity going to lead me, you just never know. That time that I said yes to Skillsoft, I just thought it was going to be a one and done. And six months later is when I got the first email saying, here's a check that we're going to be sending you based on the number of views. I didn't think it was going to turn into anything. And it turned into something very wonderful. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. I want you to say yes. Say yes to something. Say yes to getting started. And just concern yourself with right here, right now. Don't concern yourself or worry about what's down the road. Don't worry about what if nobody watches this. How about you just do your first one? Because this is like going to the gym and you got to do your reps. As a matter of fact, I recently just started doing this particular exercise and started off with only 45 pounds. And then I was quickly able to get up to 90 pounds. I'm up to like 125 pounds on this particular leg exercise. And it's a little challenging. And I know that I can do more than 125. As a matter of fact, I just haven't done my max yet because I haven't tested myself because I'm not worried about that. I'm just concerned about doing the reps. I want to do the reps with good form, as a matter of fact, so that I don't hurt myself and don't get injured. It's about doing the reps. I've done lots of speaking events. I've done lots of virtual speaking events. I've done lots of podcasts and podcast guesting. But what if you just got started? What if you picked up those lightweights and said, you know what? I'm just going to start doing the reps because who knows where that's going to lead to. You don't know where it's going to lead to because you haven't gotten started. And that's why I do what I do, because I want you to get your message out there. I want you to share your story. You don't know right here, right now, who needs to hear your story. 
As a matter of fact, I have this new client who I'm going to be starting to work with very soon this month. And she has a mission about mental illness because she's been able to do something with her own struggles. And she wants to teach her community. She's just starting with her community because she knows that her community needs some help. She knows that she is here to make a difference. Is she having some questions about, am I good enough? Of course she is, and that's normal. But I told her, what if you are good enough? What if you are outstanding? What if you help somebody? What if your message gets through the one person who then shares your message to somebody else? Like this is that domino effect. But that domino effect won't happen if you don't say yes. If you don't say yes to that first rep. And that first rep can be podcasting, can be speaking at a local meeting, can be speaking virtually, can be raising your hand when somebody says, I'm looking for a speaker on XYZ topic. And letting people know that this is what you do. Because So the speaking world is a relationship world. I am constantly being asked, hey, who do you know? Who of your students speaks on this particular topic? I love referring my friends, my students, my clients to other meeting planners, to other people who are looking for guest experts. I'm a connector at heart. (laughs) Definitely a connector at heart. So take my advice and have that ignorance is bliss attitude. Like, hey, let me just like do this right here, right now. I don't know about you, but when I'm done here on earth, I want to be a little worn out. I want to make sure that I have shared my story, lived my purpose, whatever that purpose is right now, because I do believe that that purpose changes, just like Jonathan Rivera was speaking about in a previous episode that, I, that aired in January, it was. I want to die being worn out and having fulfilled what I was supposed to come here for to do. And I want you to do the same, but you'll only get there if you say yes to you and yes to the people that you are here to serve. And if you are wondering how in the world can I get out there? How can I craft a presentation that is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting? Because one thing that I do know is getting out there and sharing your story is what's going to get you booked again and again and again. And your story, your presentation is part of your relationship building. You are building a relationship with the audience. So if you are a small business owner, an overachiever, who's somebody who has a message that you can't keep quiet about, you know that you there's this voice inside of you that says you need to speak, even if you've no experience speaking. Reach out to me reach out to me, send me a DM. I hang out on Instagram and LinkedIn a lot. And I would love to hear from you. We can continue this conversation. And I am happy to share with you if your topic is evergreen enough. 
and how to make it evergreen so that you never run out of places to speak and share your message. So that link is down in the show notes. So until next week, I want you all to be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.